Hello, everyone, and welcome to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies brought to you by the On Tap Sportsnet. Today, we have another special guest for our listeners. But first things first, let's welcome back our co-host, Ethan Wiles. Ethan, how you doing today, brother? I'm good. It's good to be back. Uh, I got a very special guest today. I'm looking forward to uh, getting to talk to him for a little bit. Yeah, and in my opinion, I'm going to go out and call Mr. Reliable. This is a guy that, you know, in his time here at Northern has been successful uh, to the tune of a catch in just about damn near every game. But I'm not going to delay it any further. Today, we're joined by a man who had over 100 receptions, over 1,000 receiving yards, and he found the end zone 11 times in his career for the Huskies. I would say the most impressive stat, like I had just mentioned, is this man caught the ball in 34 straight games with the only game that he did not catch a ball in his collegiate career being against Ball State in his first game. So, I mean, give him a break on that one. He's played his last game here, though, at Northern Illinois, and he's in preparation for the 2020 NFL Draft. Huskies on tap listeners, I am pleased to present to you Spencer Tears. Spencer, how you doing today, brother? Hey, how you doing, guys? How you doing? I'm all right. Hey, we're happy to have you here on the podcast, man. We see you going hard here on the gram and on Twitter. You know, your highlight tapes drop. NIU Pro Day is next week. Take us through, you know, your training here. I know you're training uh, locally over at EFT. How's all that going? Um, It's going fairly well. Um, It's a grind, of course, but, you know, just like any other athlete, uh, it's, it's what you built for. It's what you what, what you've been dreaming for since you've been a little kid. So, um, yeah, it's definitely been a grind, but I, I love it. And I'm, I'm happy to be the position that I'm in right now. Yeah. And I'd say, you know, you had a quality career here with the Huskies. And one thing that I really, you know, I looked at when I dug up, you know, the in- information that I usually do pre-show, there was a lot of schools in the running for you. You know, you had teams like Louisville, Nebraska, Ohio, Syracuse, Indiana, and Purdue. What separated Northern Illinois from the rest of the pack? Um, Just, just me being a family man and always wanting to stay close to my family in Chicago. Uh, Northern Illinois uh, played a big decision on that part for me uh, with Rod Carey, our former head coach who was recruiting me, um, just giving me the ins and outs about NIU and what's not too much different from NIU and all my other offers and how NIU was on the come up. Um, It really caught my eye and just with it being a family-orientated university and team wise you know I really fell in love with it quick so I just decided to stay home you know yeah and that's that's one thing that I noticed when I saw that you know it said you're from Chicago originally Oak Lawn correct me if I'm wrong no I'm not from Oak Lawn that's where I went to high school though Oh, okay so you're from Chicago and then you moved out to Oak Lawn for high school is that where Richards was at yes sir did you move like prior to high school or was it just kind of one of those things that just kind of happened and you ended up there? Yeah, it's just one of those things that kind of happened. Um, I had a couple of family members that also went to Richards. So it was basically a family decision, family thing. We all wanted to play together. So that's just why I ended up playing. Hey, I love to hear that. We got a family guy here on Huskies on tap. I feel like the Chicago Bears could be in, in the use of your services coming up. But in your time here in DeKalb, 107 catches. 1,323 yards, 10 touchdowns in the air. You had a rushing touchdown on the ground against uh, Miami in 2018. It was a five-yard run. Uh, One of the things that I always, you know, we had Michael Love on before, another receiver. I I, got to ask you, you know, being in such a run-heavy offense, how do you make sure, you know, Spencer Tears stays eaten? I'm just always being prepared when your number's called, uh, just knowing the ins and outs of the offense whether that's having a block for the running backs or a block for the quarterback when it's a run being called and just knowing what, what routes are getting ready to be called. Just like I said, just always being available no matter what the play call is. And um, I guess every time play would call for me, I mean, 
that's when I had to step up and be available. All right. So this, that actually perfectly leads me into my next question. So we got, I don't know who we'll call it. We'll just say you're lined up against an all pro corner. You get to pick your route, your one route that you're best at, you know, your favorite route. What route are you running? Hey, man, I'm I'm a deep threat. I'm, I'm getting ready to take it deep. <laughs> that's either a go route. That's either a go route or a pose. Hey, just send me vertical and let me win with speed. <laughs> He's going to be looking at the back of his jersey. It's going to be one of those tough scenes. He's going to eventually, you know, you'll get so far ahead of him that he appears off the screen, like he falls off the bottom of the screen, and then you're in the end zone dancing. It's a wrap. <laughs> No doubt. With that, I guess I'll ask you, you're obviously getting ready to go into the NFL. Is there any receiver that you idolized growing up? Um, I wouldn't too much say idolized growing up, but one receiver in the NFL that I do uh, kind of study a lot is um, Devontae Adams, plays for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, just uh, similar. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm a similar receiver as him, but just certain things that he does with uh, separation and coming off the ball and some things that I can uh, see myself doing as well. And another receiver that I, all, I always have looked at as one of my big brothers is Kenny Galladay. You know, um, me coming into college, that's who I sat behind for my time until he left. And just watching him progress and getting better is who I looked at, uh, you, you feel me, for uh, just to be there for me when I always needed him. And, that's the guy that I looked at to learn from. So, yeah, those two for sure. Have you been uh, in contact with Kenny at all since this process started, obviously getting ready for, for the draft, leaving school, things like that? Someone who's been through that process, you reached out oh, to yeah. Kenny at all? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Me and Kenny, we, we talk kind of often. Now, I wouldn't say every day, but at least every other week, we, I'm always in communication with Kenny. You know, that's that's my guy. Both of us being from Chicago, you know, kids from Chicago with, with – things that go on in the city you know you got to keep got to keep close relationships with the ones that you that you can keep close relationships with so and that's always one of my my brothers for life for sure so there been any talks with him and you about uh you know you possibly going up to detroit joining him in that uh, wide receiver room again <laughs> no i haven't been uh, any conversations about that but hey man that, that would be kind of awesome i'm not gonna lie <laughs> Hey, and you do have a, a treasured history up there at Ford Field. Oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> that leads me to my next question. Your one-handed touchdown catch that landed you on the Sports Center Top 10 in the MAC Championship, in which you caught two of and brought home the MAC Championship. So take us through those catches that game and being able, you know, as an athlete, you know, I actually, you are the first person that I have ever talked to that has been on the Sports Center Top 10. And I know we're new at this, but that's actually. That's some bucket list shit right there for me. So I will say that's dope. But take us through and the listeners through that game, being able to win the MAC championship, because we know that's one of the goals that they set for every recruiting class. But your performance, essentially oh, yeah. putting the team on your back in two touchdowns and, you know, leading the charge on that comeback. Um, just uh, It was just a simple, a simple fade route, you know, uh, clear at the corner and seen the ball go up in the air and the way it was thrown, it was kind of thrown behind my head a little bit. And just me being the athlete that I am, you know, I, I knew that I could make a play on it and just reached up and grabbed it and, and came down with it. I mean, that's something that I've never really got too hyped about because that's something if you ask any player that's, that was on my team at NIU, that's something you see me do all the time. Just I've never always had the opportunity to present it and, and show people, but that's just something normal, but that play right there, that will forever be one of my favorite plays ever being at NIU. That was 
an awesome feeling for sure. Yeah, and I was going to say, you know, you, you're able to win the MAC championship. It was a comeback attempt, too. You know, you guys were down early. It was kind of a rough first half. You guys were able to march back, win that game. What were some of your other favorite memories here as a Northern Illinois Husky? Um, some of, Well, another one of my favorite memories was, uh, I would say, my redshirt sophomore year uh, playing against San Diego State and, and Cali. That was an awesome experience. You know, I was a young buck had over 100 yards and a, and a touchdown that's still to this day one of the longest receiving touchdowns in NIU history. So that game right there, even though we took a we took a loss, we, we held our own for a while. And that game was just – it was an awesome environment, and it was, it was a hell of a fun game for sure. San Diego is a hell of a city, I will say. What are uh, – what is your favorite oh, yeah. city? Is that your favorite stadium, or do you have another favorite stadium that you've gotten to play at during your collegiate career? Um, no, my favorite stadium, I would have to say uh, this past season going to Utah, you know, the, that that stadium is crazy, like crazy loud. Even though the altitude almost killed me, but <laughs> the fans and everything, it was a great environment, and just scoring against them and hearing complete silence and hearing the boos when I hit the end zone, man, that, that feeling was crazy. I loved it there. That was, that was for sure my favorite stadium to play in. Yeah. Rice Eccles over there in Utah is quite a stadium. And, and one thing you really, you know, all they really got out there is the jazz and the Utah Utes. So you can imagine that's a very passionate oh, bunch yeah. out there uh, for the away team to be having to deal with. For sure. So I wanted to get into some other DeKalb topics. So what was your favorite, you know, one of your favorite spots to grab some food at in the DeKalb area? Ah, man, that wasn't too many options, but hey, uh, when, <laughs> when, when we got to go, <laughs> when we got to go eat, I would definitely, I would definitely say the Junction for sure. You know, I, I fell in love with the Junction. That breakfast there is some breakfast that you probably have never had any other spot, man. They they really take their time with their food there, and I love it, man, for real. I got to say, breakfast is, I, I've said it before, but breakfast is undefeated. You can eat it literally at any time of the day. It does not matter. It is Anytime. hands, hands down. <laughs> I, I mean, I might make some waffles when I'm done recording this if we got some in the fridge. I don't know. I got to freeze it. If they in the fridge, they're Go ahead, my man. They're, they're dead, but... Um, and, and you know you brought up you brought up being you brought up being a family guy a Chicago guy you know you stayed at home you went to Northern you're training over there at EFT take us through yeah. the importance of being a role model and being one of those guys that at the end of the day we can say beat the statistics of this you know awful awful tragedies that go on in the city of Chicago um just just the role that I play uh. As in, um, just being being a great guy on and off the field. Just, um, I've always wanted to be the person where the young younger guys underneath me always, especially from my city, looked at me as an example. Like, hey, he he came up in some rough environments and he he persevered through it all. And he kept going. So why not us? Why not? Why can't we do that? So just me always being in my city, city of Chicago. And just doing what I do, you know, just always wanting to be positive for for the guys underneath me, and just showing them the way, and showing them that anything is possible, even with everything that goes on in the city. Just, you know, just stay out the way, stay focused, keep grinding, and just know anything's possible. And you know, as long as you keep your mind to it, have faith, you know, pray, just uh, you know, anything, anything is possible. Just, just keep going, man. So that's the biggest thing for real. 
you have a strong you know, passion for leadership, things like that. You went through a tough season this year after uh, a coaching change, things like that. What kind of leadership skills yeah. did you take into the locker room this season? You know, obviously bringing the team back, you know, after tough losses, tough games, things like that, tough stretches. Uh, how do you keep them going during practice when things are going tough? Um, just of course with a new coaching staff, you know, everything is everything was kind of different. Uh, new vibes, new relationships. Um, but just being in the locker room and being one of the older guys, I've always, you know, told the younger guys, you know, just keep keep your head on straight. You know, um, don't ever get don't ever get frustrated because I know I would catch myself a few times getting frustrated because of course it wasn't the season that we wanted to have, but you, you know, you just got to keep going, stay positive, keep your head, um, keep your head on, on, on a straight path and just know it's going to get better. You know, just with me having my last year there, I knew that we had a lot of young guys and a young team. So I just had to always preach to them, you know, it's going to get better because I remember my, my first year coming in and I was kind of rough. So, you know, just always, just always telling them to, Keep, keep, stay focused, man. Just stay focused. You guys going to be all right. So as that older guy in the locker room, you obviously saw a lot more. You were able to work with a lot of these guys. What is the state of NIU football going forward? Obviously, from, from your perspective, leaving the program, going on to bigger and better things, Where where's the program at now? I, I, I believe the program is, is still, you know, still the program in Illinois that everybody needs to keep an eye on. You know, Coach Hammock and his new coaching staff, they, they have a, a great a great thing going on there and um I mean I don't know if it's going to be this year or the or the year after but just just know that this program it's not going anywhere it's going to keep going up and up and up and I promise you, you know um NIU football will will always be on the radar people are going to always know who NIU football is and with the young guys that they have now just just know that these these guys are going to be all right got they got a couple playmakers man just, just got to uh, keep in tune with them they're, they're going to be real good I promise you that so on that topic I got to ask you who is your husky to watch on one on we'll go one on offense one on defense for this upcoming season one on offense my boy Tyrese Richie hey, that, that that kid right there is a playmaker he he showed it as a junior and he, I, I promise you he's going to show it as 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 a senior for sure he's going to get the job done and of course my my guy my family friend that I've been knowing since we were young bucks Kyle Pewey, you know he he's got a 6 year eligibility he's coming back so um, I feel like he, he's going to be healthy and ready to go this year, and that's that's a guy on defense that you that you guys should really uh, keep an eye on. Of course, you already know who he is. He just got to have a whole <laughs> season to play. So I was going to say, so be ready saw, for him for sure. I saw him, and uh, you know how they do Husky Wednesday, and I was like, oh shit, we're getting Kyle Pubeck. I didn't even know that. So I was like, oh, yeah. let's oh, let's yeah. go. And then yeah, to Tyrese, oh, I yeah, mean, no he, doubt. He had the momentum shifting touchdown in that Western Michigan game, and he is. I'm. I'm. I would say he might be the fastest guy on the team. He is very fast, especially in the open field. Oh yeah, no doubt. (laughs) So, and 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 that's a guy. (laughs) That's a guy too. You know, he originally committed to NIU, and then he. I think he went to JUCO. I don't remember exactly which JUCO it was, but he found his way back. So. That's someone that I, as an yeah, underdog, I, I, I definitely. I was root actually for. his host. Really? Yeah, I was actually his host <laughs> when he, yeah, when he committed um, from Homewood Flossmore back. I think it was 2016. Yeah, I was actually his host. So I, I knew he was gonna always like he had to, he had to just go get himself together. But we always knew that he was gonna come back. Though I stayed in touch with Tyrese for sure. 
Yeah, I'm ha- I'm happy he did come back. I actually had a class with him last semester. Real real cool guy. Um, and, and super athletic yeah. and that speed similar to your speed. I gotta ask you. You know, we got pro day coming up next week. Are we getting a four four from you? Hey man, that that is the goal, no doubt. I've I've been clocking good times training, and that four four has been getting hit a few times. So long as I'm prepared and ready, stretched out good, hey, that 4-4 is definitely the goal for this pro day, no doubt. Hey, you take, so, the, you take the top off the defense. Always. Deep threat. That's what I am, man. So I think you answered my question with uh, with your offensive uh, player of the year here, but do you have any uh, most talented Huskies you've played with during your time here? Maybe other than uh, other than Richie. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. I said his name already before, Kenny Galladay. Watching him for two years in my career, he's for sure up there. Uh, my boy JB, Jawan Breskison, he's killing the CFL right now. He's definitely one of the top guys I've, I've watched playing as a young buck at NIU. And I have to say my boy uh, Jordan Huff, no doubt, Jordan Huff. He, he, was, he was a monster running back. Yeah, and, and that's the position that they love over here. You know, they give the ball to the running back and the tight end. But you were able to stay productive. I, You know, I, I had mentioned it earlier in the podcast. Were you aware of the 34 games in a row with a catch? You know, that is crazy. I I was not aware of that. That's pretty <laughs> cool. That's, 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 an awesome, that's an awesome stat right there. So, yeah, I, I I always, you know, I, when I, where I get my stats, and I actually have to, I'm going to credit them, Pro Football Reference, I looked up your game logs. And the only, like I said, the only game that you did not have a catch in was the first game of your career. Every game there on out, wow. whether it was one or several, you had a catch. So that is impressive in and of its own. So hats off to you for that. Oh, yeah. Appreciate that, my man. Appreciate it. So, you know, we have we have a lot of new recruits. We got some JUCO guys coming in here this year. There's a you know a lot of competition, and, and you know one thing we've seen. I just saw today um, that Rondarius Gregory actually got his walk on move to a scholarship too. So this is something that Hammock is 100% on board to do. If you come to NIU as a preferred walk on, regular walk on, and you show your ass, we're going to give you a scholarship. So with all those new guys and all that competition coming in this year, what are some words of advice that you have to give to future Huskies? Um, some words of advice for the future Huskies is, you know, come in uh, with your head down, be humble, and just grind, man. You, no matter if you're on scholarship or a walk-on, just treat every day the same. Grind it out. Just know this is going to be hard. No, nothing's ever going to be easy on the co- co- college level. But uh, just just come in, grind, and uh, – just act like you got something to prove and just take every day as the same as you did the day before. Just come in ready to work with your head on straight, a positive attitude, and just listen to what the coaches got to say. They know what they're talking about. Just come in and be obedient, you know, and especially when the young, when the older guys have something to say to you, listen, man, because that, that's really who knows the best. They've been in it for a long time. So take those words to heart. They don't mean any harm. It might get on your ass a little bit, but hey, take it and run with it. It's good for the better, and then you you be all right. And obviously, the end goal is Detroit, the MAC championship. You were able to be there. You got one. Among that, what are your top three memories as a member of the NIU Husky football team? Top three memories would be let me see. Uh, redshirt sophomore year for, for sure, born in Nebraska and. And winning there, that 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 was a great feeling uh, to leave that stadium with the W, especially with me being committed 
to Nebraska coming out of high school. I beat a couple of my guys that were on the team that I was committed with when I was committed. So that that feeling was awesome. Um, another another one would have to be the MAC championship for sure. That that was probably the best feeling ever. You know, coming back from a twenty nine to ten deficit and just winning the game by a point. That that was awesome for sure. And my third would be let's see, uh, third one. Hmm, that's a tough one. Let me see. Uh, I would say the last game of the season this year. Uh, just going out with a W, even though it wasn't the season that we wanted, the season that we uh wanted to have. You know, just finishing strong for the next for the young guys is leading into the next this next season coming up. Uh, that that was a great feeling for us to go out strong for sure. And you talk about this season. I gotta ask you. I played football, never played receiver, but I gotta ask. It rained every home game. How did that affect you? You, you like that? You, you like playing game. the elements? Bogus like as hell, right? I, <laughs> man, let me tell you, that had to have been the most aggravating thing for me all season. We literally didn't have one good home game with good weather. That was so frustrating. Heck, no, I do not like playing in that type of stuff, for real. <laughs> so, the Detroit, so the Detroit Lions would be a good landing spot then, right? Man, any place with a dome, <laughs> hey, you can count me in. <laughs> hey, no, we we got we're gonna we're gonna get you a job first, and you know once we start making some noise, you'd be like, all right, I want out. Send me to a dome city or a warm weather team. <laughs> get you get you get you Rosen get you Rosen house wrapping you. It'll be a wrap. You'll get whatever you want. Hey, man, something. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, that night, all right, so I got an insider scoop. So I was actually down on the sideline. Uh, I had press pass for that game. Not a, not a, um, what you would say, I would say press box guy, but I have a video that I'll get to you after we're done recording of just Spencer Tears being Spencer Tears, I guess. You were going absolutely nuts. I don't know if it was like a JJ the Jet Plane type motion, but I, I got to say, you probably ran about <laughs> 200, you probably ran about 200 yards total just in straight bliss. So I'm glad I was able to pull oh, my yeah. phone out. I was I'm glad I was able to pull my phone out, and I'll, I'll tweet it from the on uh, the Huskies on Tap account too, because this is terrible podcasting. I got to get this out to the people; they can't see what we're talking about. So that that one's my bad. But <laughs> uh, growing up, you know, growing up here in the Chicagoland area, I got to ask you, what's your favorite NFL team? And I'm really hoping you say the Bears. Ah. <laughs> oh man, that's tough. But go ahead. <laughs> when, when he said Devonte Adams, I was like, "Oh, man, yeah, that's scared. That's scared to this question." But. That scared me a little bit. But yeah, let's let the man speak. Oh shit, I'm scared now. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I always grew up a Chicago Bears fan, but when they started falling off a little bit and pissing me off, you know, I, I kind of stared uh, away from them. <laughs> so like, um, I've always had a bunch of favorite players in the NFL. So I'm going to be honest right now, I really don't have a favorite NFL team. I have favorite players for real. And I was hey, going to Mitchell say, Trubisky leads us to a Super Bowl this year. We'll welcome you back on the bandwagon. Yes. Yes. No matter what, no matter what, you know, if you don't end up with the Bears, whatever 31 other team you do end up with, we'll make sure to at least get the T-shirt sent out to you because you were at one, one sure. point a Bears fan and we would we would love to have you back, but don't get, you know. Don't go ahead and go leave us again, because I'm sure you know. I don't know. Have you ever? Have you ever I had that? You. 
Have you had that moment yet, Ethan? Because I, I, I'll get to mine. I had one when I was very young as well. But have you ever contemplated jumping ship? No, no. I'm a diehard fan. <laughs> diehard fan through and through. So, no matter how much, like he said, no matter how much they piss me off. Spencer, I'll give you this one because <laughs> I, I want to well, say. Okay, I, hold on. Wait, 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 wait a second. Okay. I think there's a collective. I think there's a collective moment amongst Bears fans when that ball hit the post last season, where it was just kind of like, all right, like we're all kind oh, of collectively God. done. That's oh not my, my kicker. Goodness. We don't own that, man. He's not allowed anywhere near Chicago hey. where Chief Keith. I think I'm, that was the hey, closest that's, that's, moment I've come. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer just got a hold of that one. <laughs> Ain't even let that man come play. It's an all-star game, bro. Oh, man. But, yeah, so I'll, I'll get – all right, Ethan, go ahead and give your – your. It was that your moment No, right that there? was it. That was it? That okay. Was it. Yep. So mine was, I was younger. I don't know exactly what game it was. All I remember was it was a game at Heinz Field against the Steelers, a snow game. I'm assuming a Kyle Orton game. I would just have to say maybe Rex Grossman. I don't know. But I was just like, I'm done with this team. My dad was a Rams fan. So I was like, I'm going to rock with the Rams for a little while. But I never like full on <laughs> left. But the thought was in the back of my head. And then like two years, you know, luck, thank God I stayed because two years later they were in the Super Bowl. So whew, definitely dodged a bullet with that one. But, you know, Ethan kind of alluded it, alluded to it earlier. But, you know, you said right now your favorite player is Devontae Adams. Who was someone that, you know, you maybe emulated your game after growing up? Oh, man, growing up, I'm, I've always been a Randy Moss head, like for sure. Being a long, lanky, athletic guy, I've always looked at Randy Moss as a guy that I I compare myself to for sure. You know, getting the ball in space, making a play, and just winning with speed. And just like Randy Moss, he was a deep threat, and that's what I call myself for sure. So Randy Moss, no doubt. Are we going to get any special touchdown and uh, touchdown celebrations out of you in the league? Oh yeah, no doubt. I couldn't do it in college, but hey, you, you said you had a video of me. Doing a little airplane thing after the game, I got some stuff ready for the end zone, no doubt. <laughs> oh, that's well. You gotta uh, give yeah. us, a, you gotta give us a sneak peek. You can't just tell us that you got stuff in the working. You can't even. You gotta give us one. He said you gotta give us one. <laughs> We're putting you in the electric chair. Hey You're man, not getting out until it doesn't you give have. Us one. It doesn't have to be like. It doesn't have to be like I'm doing this my first touchdown. But we just. I just want to get your idea. Are we talking like Quentin Nelson? Like what do we got in the bag? Yeah, are we gonna be shotgun and beers? Shotgun and uh, Bud Light seltzers like the XFL? Oh, oh hell no, <laughs> no you won't see me shotgun and no beers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! All right, I'm more of a I'm more of a jigger, a little dancing type, goofy person. So that you probably see me in the in the end zone cutting up a little bit. Okay, okay, I respect that. I respect that. So take us through Spencer Tears off the field. You know, what do you like to do with your free time? And are you currently working on any you know projects or stuff that you like to do uh, with your time? Maybe it could be. You know, music, artwork, you know, stuff of that nature. Um, I mean, it's one thing that people don't really know about me, uh, except for the ones that's really close to me. I'm, I am a musician. I play the drums. I've been playing the drums since I was three years old. So that's one thing that I, I'm real passionate about. And um, just uh, working with working with kids, no doubt, especially kids that grew up struggling um, in, in a rough environment. That's, that's one thing I got planned that I want to – take a toll in and uh, reach out to them and do a couple projects with some schools and stuff. 
Uh, I've been talking to my agent about certain things like that. So no doubt, I, I definitely have a few things in store. I'm not going to give you all the, the little insights, but no doubt you, you'll definitely see me working on a few projects for sure. Hey, and if you need a helping hand out there throwing football with the kids, I definitely have a good working right arm. I can't launch it like Childers or Bowers, but I can get some passes <laughs> to the little ones. I worked out. Uh, I actually hey, I appreciate this. that. <laughs> I did this summer and, and I had I had never done it before and it was so much fun. So I'm glad to hear that a lot of times people get too caught up in the he just plays football. He's an athlete, this, that and the third. But you have a platform, right. especially in the city that you're from, to give back and be a role model to people that need that role model. And one thing that I'll oh, go yeah. out and say is, is I'm going to say, you know, guys like you and Kenny Galladay are the model for Illinois athletes, you know. Illinois football is all right. Northwestern football is good. You know, and NIU is good. But for you guys to stay in state, have as productive careers as you did here in DeKalb. And then Kenny, I mean, he was in the Pro Bowl this yep. year. I don't know if they announced the All-Pro teams yet, but you're right here. You know, as we record this on Monday, it'll be out by Wednesday. So when it comes out, it'll be about a week away from one of the biggest days of your life, the NIU Pro Day. So I'm excited to see yep. your performance out there. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, obviously what, you know, when you get your name called in the draft, where you go, do you, do you, uh, you know, we ask everyone that's in this draft process before, uh, but do you have a Madden rating that we can expect from Mr. Spencer tears next year? Madden rating. Hey, hopefully eighties and up, man. That's all I'm going to say for a rookie eighties and up. Hey, that's, that's pretty dang on good. So let, let's just say that. I respect that. That's a respectable answer. And you know, you know, they're kind of like, they just never get the rookies, right? It's like they, uh, they usually do like right. posts from like bleacher reporter or, or one of the, you know, main media conglomerates where it's like, here's the top 25 rookies and you're looking at the numbers and then you see it compared to like people in the league and you're like, no, not, not good. Exactly. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully they'll give, you know, they'll put some respect on Spencer Tier's name when it comes to the Madden ratings. Maybe we'll get an adjuster out here uh, for pro day. That'd be ideal. But one thing that I wanted to say too uh, just because we have this platform, if there's not a Chicago Bears rap out there next week, I will be absolutely beside myself. We have quite a few positions of need, quite a few players in a local area that I think no matter what, could, you know, you could at least give a shot, whether it's a rookie mini camp or, you know, a training camp invite. So it only makes sense to me. Yeah. We're not we're not going to say that Spencer's a Packers fan. He is a Devontae Adams fan. So if the Chicago Bears are there looking for a receiver. You know, we did just get rid of Taylor Gabriel. We did just get rid of Taylor Gabriel, too. Hey, yeah, week, so. I, I definitely seen that. I definitely that, seen that. I that's mean, don't that's my me guy. wrong if, if – if, oh, yeah, he was, he was a hell of a receiver. But, hey, don't get me wrong. If the home team comes calling, hey, I'll, I'll be I'll – be, I'm, I'm more than ready and welcome to play home, hey, for sure. Hey, I will say we do have a beautiful new facility. We won't be training outdoors anymore. It won't be home, you know, won't be home games, but, home, you know, practice will be inside. Maybe that'll help a little bit uh, <laughs> for our guy Spencer Tears. So, I don't know. Hopefully we'll have press passes uh, for next season in training camp because I want to check that stuff out. But you guys have, you know, you have pretty good sure. facilities over here. I, I haven't been, I've been kind of in the Chessick, but I haven't seen the indoor facility. But from all the videos and stuff that I've seen over here, it looks nice. I think our playing surface here at Northern is, is good. We just can't get the weather to complement it. It's just, you know, like Ethan said, and like you said, it's like, how did we get this bad of luck to have every single home game be rain? And then I don't even know what we'll call the Western Michigan game, but that was just annoying. Like it, I could, only, 
Yeah, 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 annoying sounds right. Annoying's like the most. Like it wasn't rain. It wasn't snow. It was just like, what are you? What are you doing, Mother Nature? Like, give it a break. Let us irritate. It was just irritating, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Like I normally wear uh, a shield on my face mask, and this was the first year of my career. Every home game, I either had to take it off during a playoff or during halftime or something. Like it, it was just terrible. Like, oh man. Does that rule out you being a shirtless warm-up guy? <laughs> like, no matter how much of the morale no, is man, there, you were... no matter how much you want to get fired up, I get it. I do, I get it, but I, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> nah, if it's too cold, you you most definitely catch me with a shirt on, but hey, you won't catch me with no, without no, no, no clothes on when it's freezing outside. No, that's a dead mission right there, especially in the cow. <laughs> oh, the weather out here. And you're not, you know, you're, are you, you're, you don't come out here – you know, other than just for the pro day, you're out and back in Chicago full time, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm currently up in Vernon Hills. This is where I, my agent has me staying in the hotel where I've been training. Yeah, I haven't been back in DeKalb uh, since shoot the, since I left at the end I of the school imagine, year. I can't imagine you'd want to come back any other day than Wednesday. And then, uh, you know, I don't know if you're graduating in May or if you already graduated. But and that's one thing I actually didn't ask you. Yeah, I normally get into. So what'd you major in over here at uh, Northern? I majored in media studies, communications, uh, graduated with that on, on my platform. So, hey, anytime you need help with the media business or anything, hey, I'm the guy to call for sure. Hey, we do need a little bit of help. We can't pay you, so I don't know how much your agent would like <laughs> us. But, hey, if you want to get on and talk Husky, Huskies football or anything Huskies, Love to always. Hey, there is an open chair for Spencer Tears, even though uh, we do not have our own nice little podcasting studio yet. There is a hypothetical chair ready with your name on it. And <laughs> we'll right, have I appreciate that, man. We're going to have to change that. We got to get you guys a little little thing going on, man. <laughs> hey, absolutely. We're we're working our way up. We, one thing we definitely want to want to do here in the future is lock down some sponsors and had my eye on a couple places over here in DeKalb and I'll throw my suit on. I'll kiss a couple babies, bring out my briefcase. It'll be a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure. I like that. that. I like that for and sure. If, and, if the, and if the deal goes through with him kissing babies, man, we, we really got lucky. Hey, it's the presidential way, man. You don't see, you don't see, you don't see Obama or Trump out here. You know, someone's always holding their baby up like, yo, kiss my baby. <laughs> Hey, 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 for real. <laughs> I seen uh I seen a movie last week actually with uh Will Ferrell and I don't know if it was John C. Riley or one of those like other goofy mustache comedians and it was like a presidential movie. And that scenario pops up and they were like legit racing to go get to the baby and the baby got punched in the face. So I mean oh, man. T- Tough scene. I mean, it was, it was a movie. So I mean, it's a movie, but still, presidents uh, and their ways. And we don't, you know, we won't, we won't get into politics. So we'll, we'll keep it at the movie level. But I we mean, don't punch, we don't punch babies here at Huskies. On yeah, we're not, we're not baby punchers. We just, you know, it happened to be, you know, my Saturday night activity, <laughs> and it, it was quite an eye opener. And I had to run it back. Like they really put this in a movie, but with CGI and all that stuff, definitely was not a real baby. Definitely not a, a Will Ferrell move. So we yeah, did all right. As long as Will Ferrell's doing it, we all good. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. You can keep that stuff over there at USC, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but but I got it. I gotta say, man, you you had a successful career. You stayed resilient over here at NIU. 
you know, you played with some talented guys, you built up some good relationships. Who are some of your, you know, who are some of your best friends that you played with over here in your time at DeKalb? My best friends, of course. I said his name earlier, Kyle Pugh. You know, we grew up together. That's that's one of my boys forever. Uh, my guy, Christian Blake, he's on the Atlanta Falcons. We talk every now and then. That's one of my best buds for sure. And then my, my guy, Marcus Jones, for sure, you know, from Chicago area as well. That's my guy right there. I'm going to say, I'm going to go out and say it. We definitely need some Chicago Spencer tears camps. And, and I said it, uh, I believe it was, we, you know, we have a Notre Dame and a Bears podcast that we also run, but I'm jamming every Notre Dame and Northern Illinois player down Ryan Pace's throat. I don't have a point of contact for him, but I'll find my way. All right, man, let's go. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Do you think, uh, or... So I don't know what number you rocked in high school. Or, you know, regardless of where you end up, are you trying to stay in the teens or are you going to be a high number guy? I don't see a lot of guys coming out with the high numbers like 80, 81, you know, all that stuff. I don't know. I'm a, I'm, I wore one in high school, so, of course, you can't wear that at receiver in the NFL. But I'm definitely a teens type of guy. I'm, I don't like them high numbers, man. <laughs> Can you explain? I mean, I don't know. I guess I've, I'm just not in keen with the receiver world, but what – who who I don't know who was the trendsetter on that, but like I don't really ever see any. I, I'm not gonna say meaningful receivers with high numbers, but I guess you would say like all the guys that come to mind when you think of like top receivers in the league are low number guys. Do you know like who was the trendsetter on that, or when that all changed? Because you know you're about the same age as us. Growing up, we had guys like you know T.O. Isaac Bruce, all those guys. You know Randy Moss, all those guys were wearing eighties no stuff like that. I don't. I don't remember when it went south, but I, I kind of like it. And I feel like as a football player, you should you should kind of be able to wear not necessarily any number. Like, you know, I don't want to see a quarterback out there wearing like 85. It would be kind of funny, like aesthetically. Right, but, right. <laughs> but like, I think I think 14 is a good number regardless. So, you know, you can wear one or four and and 14 in the preseason. But once you get to that regular season, Rasa, and be like, all right, Spencer, we cannot trot you out there in this number one. We're going to have to make it happen with something else. So, so real sure, quick, that's 14, real, is nice. What does Spencer Tears bring to an NFL franchise? Hey, I'm I'm just like on a few questionnaires I'm talking for a couple NFL teams. I'm, I'm an all-around receiver, man. You know, just like you said earlier, I played in a, a run-heavy offense. So, if you need me to block, I'm, I'll go out there and block. Any route in the route tree you need me to run, I'm capable of running, playing in the slot. Did a lot of my work in the slot in college, outside. And I'm, I'm very versatile. So you just just move me around. And like I said, I'm, I'm an all-around receiver, man. I'm, I'm going to get the job done regardless. Do you have a preference, whether it's, you know, you like being tried out there at the boundary position or more slot guy? I mean, I've, I've never had a problem with being in the boundary, but – Playing in the slot, man, that's a lot of fun. You, it's more space and opportunity to work with and be creative with a lot of things that you do. So definitely playing in the slot, you know, with me being a, a taller, thinner type of person, you know, uh, me being more quicker and stuff, like being able to have more freedom and space, you know, that's that's one thing that I love. Yeah, and I was going to say you're out there making linebackers look silly. Hate to see it for them. Tough look. Oh, yeah. Slants, drags, and then, too, I mean, you know, you get the defense creeping up in a run-heavy offense and then, boop, right over the top. So, I mean, it it, it worked out perfectly for you. Yeah, it worked out perfectly for you here at Northern. You got the NIU Pro Day coming up. 
I want you to do something real quick for our listeners. Go ahead and plug your Twitter and your Instagram so we can get you some followers. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Instagram name is at Big Spins B, but the I is a one. So B1G Spins S-P-E-N-Z. That, that's my, my Instagram name. And then my Twitter name is at Spence T1, and that's S-P-E-N-C capital T and the number one. That's my ad on uh, on Twitter. Absolutely. So I'll make sure to plug those in the initial post of the episode. Uh, but, you know, with that being said, I think it was a great episode. You got a good head on your shoulders, man. You you know, you did have a real productive career given the circumstances. With it being a run-heavy offense, I think, you you know, your film doesn't lie. You know, you're going to you're gonna have a good workout here next Wednesday. I look forward to meeting you after the workout. Maybe we'll oh, snag yeah. a picture. Ethan and I will be out there covering the event. Um, and it, I'm trying to get my hands on a camera. If I get my hands on a camera, it's a wrap. I'll definitely make sure to get still shots of the event to all the guys. So I don't want to quote, don't quote me. I will let you know, but I, I will try to get a camera available so that you guys can have some photos from the event. But with that being said, um, I want you to know, you know, give a couple of words to Husky nation, maybe, you know, your family or friends, uh, just on your time here at Northern. Oh man, Husky nation, man. Um, I don't know what to say, man, but I, I really appreciate you guys, you know, the love and the support you gave me, my family, my teammates, all of us for the past four and a half years, you know, it's been a blessing and it was a great ride for sure. Um, I, I will forever be grateful for Husky Nation, you know, through the good weather games, bad weather games, you you want the ones that came out and showed support and love, you know, I really really am grateful for you guys and um just want to say i'll forever be a husky you know i'll I'll, I'll always be around even in the pros i'm always gonna come check out my guys and you know the coaches and just the program in general and it's gonna always be all love from Spencer tears for husky nation you know you you guys are the best fans in illinois man and i really i really love you guys for sure for sure and that's forever and we appreciate that husky nation you heard it from the man himself spencer tears number 14 uh it was you know like i said we do really appreciate you joining us here on this episode today i know it's real hectic you got a lot going on with the training for the nfl draft um and, and it's it's all you know it's not necessarily all new to you but you know you're You've been around a group of guys, you know, whether it's been interchanging guys, but for the most part, for the last four to four and a half years. And now, you know, when you go through this draft process, it's kind of just you, your agent and your family until until your name gets called or until that phone call happens. You know, you're kind of by yourself. So I, I give you all the props in the world. Keep grinding, brother. Ethan, do you have any wrap-up thoughts for our listeners here today? Hey, look, I mean, I think uh, you know, just based on, on what – we talked about today you know, the the leadership you have obviously will take you far into uh, into the league and, and learning learning from the uh, the older guys and eventually becoming one of those guys that uh, will teach the young guys in the league. So uh, I know we're all rooting for you here, um, Husky Nation as well. Uh, it's fun to watch you, uh, but it's not over for you yet, and I'm excited to see where you're going for. And like like Brandon said, thanks for coming on today, and and we're looking forward to seeing what you got going in the future. Much love, man. Much love. Really appreciate you guys, no doubt. Yeah, and when you're done, you know, when Spencer Tears has played his last snap, come back and recruit. Because if you were out there as the host getting guys like Tyrese Ritchie and, you know, you ain't got nothing going on after you play your last snap, definitely come back and recruit for the Huskies. <laughs> I'm sure they got a seat at the table for you as well. Um, but, yeah. I was going to say, do are, are we going to – 
Are we going to get you back on the sidelines as a hype man this season? As many times as you can, obviously. The schedule right. might be a little busy. You probably but... see my face every any any free time. You any free time. You you catch me at a game or two. That's that's if I'm free for sure, no doubt, always. And before well, it get, and before it gets too cold, obviously. I was gonna say I'll bring an extra coat. Oh yeah, I'm. <laughs> Man, I'm not going to lie to you. If it's too cold, I'll be right in that stadium looking out the window. <laughs> hey, there, there will probably be an extra seat up there in the press box for you. Or if not, you'll just have to watch from, like, the glass windows at the Chessex Center, which will be kind of an obstructed view, but you'll be there. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's it's great to hear that, you know, you're all for, you know, all, all intents and purposes, you're real positive about everything that, you know, you've gone through here in your time as a college football player, which is an experience that, you know, not a lot of people have the privilege to do, and you've taken it, you've gotten your degree, you know, in communications with an emphasis in media studies, so maybe that's something that we could see on the horizon when you're all done playing football, I would I would, you know, I, I'll go out and say it. you're good. You know, I don't know if you've done any other uh, podcasts. I'm sure you've done plenty of interviews and stuff with uh, media members in your time here at Northern. But you seem like kind of a natural. Definitely could see some value in that. And and like, you know, like I said, you're more than just a football player. You're a role model to your community. You want to go out and give back. You say, you know, you don't have to give us all the details yet, but we fully trust your word. We know that, you know, you and your agent got something cooking up for the city and once you do have it, you know, out there for the people, let me know. I do have a really big network as far as uh, Chicago football. And I do know a lot of people with kids playing Chicago football or playing football in Chicago. So definitely want to get some of those guys out there um, just to be a sponge from you, man. You're you're definitely a great guy that we've had for the last few years over over the last few years here with the Huskies. So we wish you nothing but the best. Uh, a couple more um, show notes here, just uh, a couple other things Husky related. So last week's episode, we did have Aubrey Gallion on from the uh, uh, NIU cheer team. She's the head coach over there. They are running a fundraising event over at Fatty's on March 5th. It's a Thursday, 830 in the Novak room. I believe you can purchase your ticket online. All proceeds will go towards that NIU cheer team. Um, but, you know, got to give love to the rest of the Husky sports. Baseball's been killing it. Seen wrestling's been doing well, so we will have an episode potentially in the next week or two for the listeners. Can't leave out, hold on, you can't leave out our oh. first place in the uh, in the MAC division NIU Huskies men's basketball team. Oh man, I'm gonna definitely have to do some chopping oh, and screwing yeah. on that part. Oh, ooh, hate to see it. Actually, yeah, we'll touch on that real quick. So, one thing I do want to say, um, I don't know who all was at the game as far as our listeners go, but that place was moving. And that's one thing that Husky nation, we have to do better as fans, as students, as people that want to see these Huskies do great on and off the field with Ethan and I having this platform, we got to put more asses in the seats. There's no excuses. If you're at the tailgate, at least show up for the first, at least show up for the first few quarters because these guys are busting their ass to put out a good product on the field. And I can only imagine how deflating it is for you guys to go out there and there's only like a thousand or two thousand people there. So I won't we won't get you know, we won't get all the way into that. But Husky Nation, we got to do better for our athletes because they are definitely working hard in the classroom and on the field. And like Spencer Tears has said in the community. But with that being said, boys, do you have anything for our listeners here today? Any wrap up thoughts, final wrap up thoughts, 2.0? Uh, just another thank you to Spencer for coming on. Uh, looking forward to seeing you 
do big things, whether it's the league or or whatever you do in life, man. Appreciate it, appreciate it. I want to thank you guys again for having me. Um, it's always great to give give Husky Nation a few few words and for them to listen to to players as well. So it was a great great thing to do. Um, I really appreciate you guys. It's always love this way. All love, brother. I appreciate you coming on the episode today. It was another quality episode of Huskies on Tap presented to you by the On Tap Sportsnet. Be on the lookout for our NIU Pro Day coverage coming in the next few weeks. The NIU basketball team is heating up. Baseball started. Everything's kind of kicking in the swing. We will keep you guys posted with the updates. But I got nothing else for the listeners. I can talk until I'm literally blue in the face. I know Ethan probably gets tired of me saying that, and he's probably tired of hearing my voice. So at this point, I got nothing else for you but go Huskies. (laughs) Yes, sir.